0: and welcome to episode 79 of Sold with Updike Pew. I'm Jeff Updike. And I'm Weston Pew and welcome to the Shelter-in-Place series. Jeff, how are you doing over there?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Been, pretty good. This has been a really good week around my house. So, you know, excellent. Staying, staying home, staying safe. Uh, Adrian got out of the hospital this week. so Awesome.
0: That's that great. great. How are the puppies doing?
1: Uh, they're doing really well, you know. We, we had a little little dog fight yesterday between the the uh, the, the the guest, the tenant's dog, and ours. But everybody everybody made it through. There was just like a little smidge of blood, but it wasn't enough to be worried about. So, <laughs> oh,
0: the 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 even the dogs are feeling the tension from the shelter in place. It sounds like that is
1: so so true. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, well, how how are you doing? How are you surviving?
0: Um, I have continued doing the uh, workouts. Um, I am moving extremely sore this morning. Who knew that um, you could do so many bodyweight squats that you could be sore the next day? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And uh, aside from that, I think... The big thing is, is this is like one of those times when you kind of dig through your recipes, Mm -hmm. figure out what's good and what's not. And I think that uh, I have realized that I do not like swordfish. Okay. (laughs) So so there's some other stuff. I do like ribs, Uh, we did learn that I do like ribs real well. Uh, Swordfish is not my thing. So, well, I think that one of the things that um, you and I have been lucky enough with uh, Berkshire Hathaway, the Ebby Halliday, Dave Perry Miller, and uh, Williams True Brands is that we get these amazing updates both both weekly and uh, from Chris and also from Anthony Jackson the Vice President of Finance and Operations and last night we got the uh, one from Anthony and he had some really great talking points
1: yeah he really did Uh, you know and, and it's I think a lot of it's stuff that that you and I are already feeling and kind of seeing out there but it's good to hear Um, somebody that, that kind of looks at the business a little differently than you and I do. Right. uh, Reinforce what we're feeling and what we're seeing. Yeah. And it's interesting. There were different aspects like, so, you know, my
0: background coming from uh, new home sales, one of the indicators that um, different economic uh, groups are looking at is new home construction. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about how, yes, that they're actually down in starts, but that the new home, uh, industry has not actually given up that they are adapting to this and they still have their sales centers open. It is a by appointment. Mm-hmm. So that's one way that we're looking at how to be, be safe. And the other indicator that they brought up that I thought was really important is that they're reporting that their supply chains have not broken down, mm-hmm. which is really, um, uh, for all of us, that is wonderful news, knowing that these homes can still be built and this economy can still, Continue to grow um, once the uh, once we're allowed to ease up on the shelter in
1: place. There, you know, on my street, there are five new construction homes going up right now, wow. and not a one of them has seen a slowdown. It is. I was amazed yesterday as I left and went down to the grocery store uh, that there was a huge semi uh, flatbed trailer pulling up to one of them that had, uh, I mean, probably enough wood to, to frame <laughs> the house. It was. That's great, that's,
0: that's that that we're talking about one of the other things too that um, Anthony brought up uh, was that um, the economy would be um, coming back more in a in a gentle format rather than being a switch, mm-hmm. which is interesting uh, it'll be. It'll be really interesting and he doesn't say, but we're curious of what industries we'll see come back first. What will be um, the net? What's the next wave of essential industry that is allowed to open?
1: Yeah. You know, one of the uh, uh, one of the other points that he made that, that we're already seeing uh, is uh, t- some of the tightening of the lending guidelines are happening again. And, you know, it, it, I, I will tell you, I got a little nervous there for a while because yeah. there were a couple of lenders that were talking about doing the no-doc loans again. And, that was, you know, that was one of the great downfalls uh, in the, the great depression in 2008 to, I don't know, whatever you count it to be 2011 or 12. Right. Um, And I I was really kind of happy to hear that that's tightened up a smidge. I know a lot of the bigger banks have gotten out of the jumbo loans, but uh, uh, there are a lot of, uh, there still are a lot of lenders out there that still will do the jumbo loans.
0: Yep. One of the other um, points that Anthony, was bringing up was the fact that, uh, across North Texas, both sales and, um, new listings were down and they then compared them to a year to date to Abby Williams true and Dick Perry Miller. And they were also down, but the amount that they were down was significantly less. And I think that when Jeff and I were like trying to figure out what do we think? And there's just some key indicators, the tools that we were provided, the mm-hmm. updates. Um, and I think just, um, the scope of the agents in general, um, having such a a long history with their clients and with the different companies that it's provided a continuity, um, a safe space and uh, a a real market knowledge of what's happening and and transactions still continue.
1: Yeah, they do. And you know, uh, we, uh, one of the things that we've really experienced this time that I that I think was very different in the last recession was this time we've had virtually no cancel. We've had zero we cancellations on anything that we've had under contract since the start. And every one of them appeared that they're, they're moving forward. And, you know, unfortunately yeah. we had all of our buyers this time were in, um, you know, somewhat insulated uh, uh, industries. And so, you know they're 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 really taking advantage of the market right now because, you know there there are some smoking good deals out there if you find the right property and, um, you know interest rates are are down once again.
0: Yep. Um, kind of talking about more of the local and what we're doing is last night um, we had twilight shots done on one of our listings that's mm-hmm. uh, coming soon, and it was interesting in talking with the photographer how we've seen um, so he has seen a lot of the agents now getting ready for when um, it's the shelter in place begins to relax. Mm-hmm. and So a lot of them are getting ahead of the curve, kind of like what we're doing and having coming soon photography done so that he's afraid that what's gonna happen is that he's gonna have 80 phone calls in one week mm-hmm. photography. Because, I mean, Jeff, I mean, how many houses did they talk about in our office meeting on Monday that were coming soons so that everybody was talking about.
1: There were what, twenty or twenty five uh, coming soon listings that they they at least wanted to get the initial info out on and and you know let our company know is in the market. So it's just this interesting like
0: where everybody's ready because we talk about the health of where we were before we jumped into this and that being like the lending guidelines hadn't gone out of whack. Mm -hmm. You and I talk about how many times people have healthy money that they're bringing into a transaction when they purchase Mm -hmm. versus an interest only arm or whatnot, getting in with no money down. And so you see more and more people, here we go. They're ready. If they're ready to sell, they can, you know?
1: Yep. And you know, really, I um, I think a lot of people believe, and and I believe that the real estate industry is what's going to lead us out of this recession.
0: I one hundred percent, I I feel that very strongly. There are so many good indicators out there mm-hmm. for us um, where we have been, like what we were just talking about, and yet where we still have to go, especially especially in this North Texas area where we have good job market, we have a healthy state economy um, there's just so many good aspects that we are experiencing and have to really consider ourselves
1: blessed to be in yeah i would i would agree i would agree and you know the, here's a uh, i wanted to tell you kind of a good story that a, a friend shared with me and uh it's it's it I, I think it kind of points to you know, long-term investments and, you know, real estate being one of them, what, what value they have. Uh, this friend of mine had worked for uh, one of the big utility companies 30 something years ago for a, a few years. And his uh, wife start has gotten, gets a lot of spam calls. And so she was getting calls from this one phone number. And they were leaving messages and they were real cryptic on the message. And so she, it took them several times for them to, f- for her to finally return their call. And they were tr- wanting to talk to her husband. And um, so, they, uh, uh, the husband called the phone number back, verified who it was. And it turns out that it was one of the big uh, investment firms who was managing a, a pension fund for, for, for employees that worked for that big utility company. And uh, it the, the good news in it is, it turns out he's got almost $60,000 in, in unfound money and it, they worked there for a few years. And he put money into a pension account and he just forgot about it. And now 30 years later, they're sending him a check for you know almost sixty thousand dollars so it just you know it points to a long t- long-term ownership uh, yeah. uh of you know whether it's it's a pension fund you know we like we we can show the same thing happens in real estate a lot of times and uh you know you you just have to you you have to ride the ups and downs and you So thats
0: that is, ex- so you're headed in the direction that I was like, in my head, I was like, Oh, can I ask this question? So not to be the devil's advocate, but think about what if that initial money had been used as a down payment on an investment property and say, what do you think? Over the life of something that they spent maybe sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000. Oh yeah. Maybe. maybe. What do you think the return on that investment say just on a, you know,
1: house, well, you know, gosh, what is, what's it going to be? You know, a hundred times what your initial investment was probably because you, you know, if you, when you're buying investment property, you know, many times you've got an income source from that, that right. helps offset the cost and maybe it doesn't cash flow, Maybe you lose a hundred bucks a month or something like that. But, you know, when we talk to people, we say, you look at that as, as you're putting it into a savings account, because it, it, at the end of the day, you're going to end up in a really good position with it. So.
0: Uh, I It is amazing even in my little neighborhood you were talking about you saw like a ton of lumber go over to one of the new construction engineer house you know i live in a neighborhood that is the definition of gentrification and i was telling you before we jumped on that there's another house that's about to be demoed and these little houses i think that they were paying like probably between 30 and seventy thousand for them and now the loan sells for 400 over here it's Mm.
1: so amazing Mm -hmm. you know so Mm. well good news good news Um, Yeah.
0: What we got next, Joe?
1: Uh, We were talking about um, we wanted to share with everybody about how uh, how you know things we how things have changed so much, and so uh, we have uh, from our company perspective, our agent base has been given a really uh, strict protocol in terms of how we show property, how we list property, and you know just protecting uh, both the buyers and the sellers. And you know we we were you and I were going to kind of talk about you know how that how the how we how we have like adapted that protocol and then kind of even taken it to another level i think that a lot of times people are like how do,
0: how am I going to get into the house and how do I, how do I stay safe and how do I keep and have the people that are letting you sew the house, how do they stay safe once you're gone? Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that you and I were talking about and it was to actually have the, the Lysol hand wipes, not only a mask, you know, and gloves, but actually have the wipes so that as you're walking around, if you want to open the door and look in a specific closet, or if you wanted to see, you know, what the cabinets were like under a certain area that you could touch these things, but yet not leave anything behind for the current homeowner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's just a, it's a matter of, of us having, you know, kind of a a listing care kit put together so that we know that that house is going to be taken care of when we bring it on the market. Um, It, you know, it's, we, we are all dealing with the, with, with the issue of, you know, why would I let somebody in my house right now? And you know, at some point, this is going to turn. I can certainly understand, you know, today uh, occupied listings being very cautious about that. Vacant listings, you know, like our vacant listings, have been shown like crazy because there, are, you know, there are people, there are buyers and sellers that are still out in the marketplace.
0: Yeah, it'll. It is. Um, it is the big question. Um, and again, we're not trying to say, oh, just run out there and do this. There are safety measures in which, you know, both um, Berkshire Hathaway and Ebby and all the brands below Dave Perry Miller put into to, to use. Um, and then just the common sense and logic about what we need to do that we're hearing in, out there on the news. Right. Right. So the first one that we're going to take a look at is 6206. Royal Crest Drive, and this is in North Dallas, um, Mm -hmm. 75230, um, and it is an amazing listing.
1: Yeah, it really is. Um, This is uh, really very conveniently located uh, uh, just north of Royal and Preston Road. It is, uh, you know, just minutes from 635, minutes from the tollway. Uh, This is one of those neighborhoods that is just north of where of the storm damage was from october and so this house was virtually untouched
0: yep and this is a four bedroom for full two half bath and it is a two car garage it's 4956 square feet um, and it's predominantly a one story but they do have a really great game room on the second floor
1: mm-hmm. yep and it's a uh, it it I think a a, a, a mil, basically a million too. It's you get a lot of house for your money there.
0: Yep, yep. Well, um, the little video will show, and you can look through it and see what's happening in there. And we want to say thank you so much to Karen Fry for letting us um, highlight your home.
1: Absolutely, thank you, Karen.
0: Yep. And so now we're going to move over to East Dallas, um, and this is in the uh, Lockwood neighborhood, and this is one one one, one, nine Sinclair Avenue. Um, and that's seven, five, two, (laughs) one, eight. I got all these ones in there. I had to make
1: sure. Man. That was uh, when we were trying to, to, to put it in the map the other day, it was like, how many ones is that again?
0: <laughs> like Okay, here we go. Yeah. Um, but this is a really um, great area of Dallas, uh, Dallas on the east side. Mm-hmm. Such a quiet neighborhood. And this is one of those neighborhoods that has quite a few mid-century moderns. There's also quite a bit of topography. And I believe that was a green belt um, that was directly in front of this with a green little... In a little in it. So amazing little space.
1: hmm and this is a, a three-bedroom, two-bath home, two-car garage, built in 1955. And this thing is this home has just been updated so well and done yeah. so beautifully. You know, many times uh, the the house is only about 1,500 square feet, but many times uh, they're trying to fit everything that people want today into that square footage is difficult. And right. the the uh, the owners of this. Have done just an immaculate job in not only making every space fit well, but it all feels very uh, uh, the what what do you call it, Weston? The the spatial the
0: uh, <laughs> it's congruent. Yeah. I would say everything matches. And yeah. a, a lot of times we run into people who um, are not from Dallas. Dallas has very specific taste, and this is uh, this is what so many home buyers actually want. The way that it fits, the way that they've done the design selects, mm-hmm. the little renovations they've done here and there. It is it is a dream. And uh, this one is priced at 445000 And this is also um, a little bit larger of a lot. Um, it's a 0.313 of an acre. So you get a great house on a great lot as well.
1: Yep. Very, very, very great. And that Lockwood neighborhood is one of those that it just, it, it is yeah. such a cohesive neighborhood. It's a large geographic neighborhood, but so many people like it, love it and just, you know, lo- love living there.
0: Yep. And we want to say thank you so much to Debbie Sherrington for letting us highlight your new listing on the market. We hope you have enjoyed today's show. Um, we hope that uh, we have inspired you to contact us if there's something that you want to see. Um, If you've got a house that you're thinking about putting on the market, we would also love to hear from you and kind of go over what we see as some of the critical things that we can do to make sure that you and your family are safe during this time of sheltering in place.
1: So thanks for joining us today. And remember,
0: we want to be your Realtors for life.